kill me. How's their son? I love them. And they buried me alive. <laughs> Even they wouldn't try that. Believe me, you were quite dead when they put you in this casket. <sighs> You're insane. You'll understand it all in time. Come, we have much to talk about. They're gonna pay for what they did to me. All of them. That's 15 more seconds than I'll need. Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. 15 seconds. It's not a lot of time. It gets the job done. <laughs> That's all I for, need. For yeah. one person. <laughs> for one person, it's 15 perfect. seconds is 10 seconds more than I need. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, 10 yeah. seconds You're in like heaven. You're like a pro. That's good. Yeah. yeah. 10 seconds in heaven is better than no seconds in heaven. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. It just goes boop, boop, boop. One, two, three, four, five. Boop. It's like our magnet set. One, two, three, four, five. What are we even talking about, guys? I don't even know. Guys, today we're talking about, speaking of numbers, what's double double jeopardy? Double is not a number. That's right. (laughs) It's adjacent. It's number adjacent, I would say. Yeah, it's number related. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Its meaning is derived from numbers. That's true. There we go. So today we're going to be talking about season four, episode 19. Double, Double Jeopardy. Jeopardy. But before we start talking about this episode, I thought we'd revisit the Highlander catalog. Today we're going to be reading from the 1999 catalog. So a reminder, the show is off the air at this point, <laughs> I believe. Or is this maybe the last it? year it's uh, still kicking? I think it's off by now. All right. When Highlander sends their products, they're not sending their best. Not anymore. <laughs> Those years are behind us. That's right. Well, everyone, happy new year. And to ring in the new year... We're going to party like it's 1999. We are going to party like it's 1999. With Rest the, in peace. With the 18-month 1998-1999 centerfold calendar. Oh, Excuse hubba, me? Hubba. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My blood runs cold. Okay, so... My Duncan is the centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the, uh, the description from the Highlander catalog, and then Kyle and Eamon are going to try to guess what the price of this item might be and get it as close as they can. And do they win a prize? No, but they will win my respect for the rest of the show. All right, so it's the 18 month, 1998, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, 99. No respect. That's right. Centerfold calendar. Hunter Rodney Dangerfield. Here we go, guys. Are you ready? Item 561. A must have calendar celebrating the important Highlander commemorative dates. How many do you know? This 18 month calendar through December 99 features gorgeously reproduced collectible photos for each month, plus a special centerfold. Mm-hmm. What, when do we think that is? Do we think it's January 2000 we get the special centerfold? Oh, yeah, the millennium. Maybe it's the centerfold of Will Smith, and it's the Will millennium. millennium. Yeah. <laughs> that must be it. All right, so Surely. here's a picture of it, guys. I mean, you're not going to see all the months. You're just going to see the front cover. Is that a car? It is a car. The car is kind of the start of that. Is he just, like, on his knees? Is I guess that's during a quickening? I guess. That's maybe a, the car broke down. That's a weird one to lead with. Also, they don't actually yeah. show the calendar part. It's just an image. 
Yeah. I well, and also, I but I mean, everyone gets what a calendar is, right? I couldn't crank one out to that. <laughs> What's a calendar? Is that like Mary calendars? It's like a, a heating up, heat up pie. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> you never heard of those Mary calendars? <laughs> no, 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 it's like a, it's a, it's like a pie, and you like get it from the supermarket. I thought that was is the it thing like that a brand used name? to like strain vegetables. Oh yeah, yeah, Mary calendar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. is that Mary pasta Co- through it? Yeah, Mary calendar. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's right. That the, bat- the battle of calendar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, that was on last week's episode. Uh, I'm very curious though about what these commemorative dates are. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that means like. It, this probably has like a timeline in it that, like oh. Oh, on this date, Mac was born, or I just this is when he first met, first met Tess, or something. Maybe it's just Christmas. <laughs> this yeah. is a memorable Highlander date. Duncan, Duncan probably celebrates them too, sir. So they're they're commemorative for him. Yeah, yeah. Highlander themed. Sure. All right, so I think it's my turn to guess first on this one. Sure, go for it. That sounds right. I'm going to guess that this 18 month calendar. It's 18 months. So yeah, definitely keep that in mind. It's not a 12 month. You get half. I'm going to guess you, you get 1.5 months, not double. Like double jeopardy. I'm mm. gonna guess that they're gonna they're gonna charge one dollar per month. All right, it's gonna be eighteen bucks. Eighteen bucks. Wow, All right. Mr. Amon, what do you think this eighteen month with a centerfold? Oh yeah, I didn't factor in the centerfold. I'm gonna say twenty bucks. Ooh, Kyle says eighteen. Amon says twenty. The actual retail price of item five sixty one from the 1999 catalog is 1995. Amon wins. Wow, you guys are close. Wow. You guys know your calendars. I know. Well, we we have very limited skill sets, but that is one of them. How much do you guys pay for your calendars now? Uh, Yeah. How much do I pay? I guess it's my cell phone bill. So I guess you pay $900 (laughs) for it. (laughs) Calendars have gotten really expensive. That's really pricey. That's a pricey calendar. Yeah. It's only 20 bucks. That's right. Do the months line up? (laughs) (laughs) I guess at some point they do, right? Sure. What's the cycle on that? Line up with what? With the current the, with the current, current dates. Dates. Oh, you mean like over time eventually mm. the days will line up yeah. again? Yeah. They're reusable. Reu reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. That's right. one of these we calendars. Gotta, the three R's. Somebody go back and tell us when we can reuse this nineteen ninety nine catalog. Please. The four do. R's rewatch. Yeah, and that's eighteen months. That's right. Perfect. All right, guys, today we are talking about season four, episode nineteen. We're Coming to the end. We're getting close to the end of this season. Uh, we are season. getting dangerously cheesy. It's true. We're dangerously close to the end. <laughs> so this episode was first aired April 28th, 1997. What? So the last episode aired in May of 96, and this is like a year later. So they took a year-long break. That's right. It got back. Well, they wanted to spend some real time on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> But and no, it's in reality, just... this was actually sh- uh, aired out of order. So this episode originally aired the next year as part of season five, and that's because they got a reduced budget for season five and were only going to be able to produce 18 episodes instead of the usual 22. So what they thought was, instead of having a shorter fifth season, let's borrow some episodes from season four, and we'll have two 20-season episodes instead, which is kind of a smart move, I think. It's a smoother curve. Uh, so they figured this would be a good candidate because it has, you know, it's a standalone story. doesn't really connect to anything. And they just plop it in. I mean, it relates a lot to the fan fiction I'm writing, but we can talk about that later. Oh, cool. Hot, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. Double Jeopardy. Mm. The name says it all. That's right. Actually, in my fan fiction, the name is just relevant. So <laughs> that's actually the only difference in mine. All right, so let's talk about who directed this episode, Charles Wilkinson. This is his last of four Highlander episodes. His Aww. first episodes were Courage. Great one. I love that episode. Shadows. Mm-hmm. 
I like it more than you guys did. And Brothers in Arms. Oh, uh, that's me. a great one. Yeah, all good ones. He's actually one of my favorite Highlander directors, I think. Uh, even though he's a short run. Shadows. I think uh, the directing on Shadows and Courage is really cool. I'm trying to... I mean, even though Shadows might be a little, you know... The, the, my main problems with that are writing-related. <laughs> but it looks great. Yeah. Sure. And he's a, he's a character on, this, on the special features, for sure. Yeah. This episode was written by David Tynan. The last we saw from him was Wrath of Kali, Something Wicked, and Deliverance. Some heavy hitters in there. Yeah. So who are There's the... no magical soup in this one. That's a big knock against it. That's true. This episode has some guest stars. We get Stacey Travis. She's back. Guess who? Renee Delaney. Who's Delaney. clamoring for this? No one. <laughs> Just curious. So last time we saw her, well, the last and only times we saw her was Unholy Alliance Part and. Unlonely Alliance Part 2. That's right. The double mm. of the first part. Twice the Jeopardy, you Twice. might say. Yeah. <laughs> this episode also guest stars Mark Warren as Morgan. Morgan? Morgan. 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 Destrang Morgan. He's in lots. He plays Rockefort in the Musketeers TV show. Uh, and he's in the new Snatch TV show. Did you know there's a, they made a TV show of the movie Snatch? How? No. I guess my guess is it's like Fargo, like just mm. living in that world with the, those sort of characters. Huh. Fair enough. I don't know. And he was also in the Band of Brothers miniseries, the World Ooh. War II series, which is very good. And finally, this episode guest stars Mr. Roland Gift. He's back. This is the last time we'll see him. As Xavier. Xavier. Sit which cloud. is it's it's. <laughs> confirmed in this episode and probably in other ones that it's not Xavier. Well, I did hear... (laughs) Uh (laughs) No, I was talking to someone whose family is French Mm -hmm. and talked about how a member of their family was almost named Xavier. Whoa. Which is actually a French French pronunciation pronunciation? of that name. Wow. Mm. Granted, this is all from talking to one person, but... I, I take it, sounds, it as gospel. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds credible to me and explains why Horton would be like, Xavier. Xavier. Cavier. <laughs> drink some caviar. Uh, drink it. You don't drink caviar. You could. Yeah, if you It's had. drinkable. I guess you could drink anything, anything you if could you want swallow. Wait, you don't have to chew it. If you don't have to chew it, does that mean you're drinking it? Yes. <laughs> when, duck, when ducks eat, they're just <laughs> always drinking. drinking. <laughs> it's like when you have yogurt. You're always drinking yogurt. Always. Yeah, you're always doing always it. Always Even though it. you're drinking it with a spoon. Yeah. But I guess you well, drink yeah. soup broth and you eat that with a spoon. Right. Do you drink soup? You must. You know Well, you sure. drink the and broth. those are the rules. Yeah, those are the rules. So if I swallow all my food like a duck, I'm drinking. You're drinking it. You're drinking it. Mm-hmm. So people with no teeth exclusively drink. That's right. They're heavy drinkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're heavy <laughs> Real drinkers. heavy drinkers. Old man Curly down at the... Uh, Mine, he's a heavy drinker. That's for sure. People that puree all their food, they're drinkers. Covered a lot today. But we hope you've learned something out there in podcast land. (laughs) We've been your... (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of guest stars, you know who's not in this episode? Who? Any supporting cast (laughs) members? Richie Ryan and Joe Dawson. It has been six episodes since we've seen them. Six. Tragic. What the fuck? And why do we get effing Renee Delaney as opposed to one of our... Main cast members. I mean, Mac doesn't want to uh, have sex with them. Yeah, oh, that's true. Richie didn't he. fit into that negligee at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet he could fit in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. He's felt. He's in good shape. And he stayed in good shape. He's in great physical condition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Nate. laughs> I'm just saying. I can appraise somebody that's in good shape. Are you saying I can't? No, I, I respect your appraisal. You want Do the- you? 
You won yeah, the you won true. the game. Yeah, I won, yeah. I won the game. Yeah, so. you know what's in those centerfolds? Ooh, is it hunky pods? Yeah, <laughs> hunky pods. Yum. All right, let's talk about the IMDb episode description. When an immortal uses poison gas to rob a jewelry store, killing several mortals, Duncan recognizes the mo of Xavier Saint Cloud, who is dead, isn't he? That's it. That's it. Ugh. What the fuck? And also, Duncan doesn't recognize the mo. That's somebody wrong. else does. Yeah. Duncan's brought in, like, also, from outside. We as the audience are never led to believe that it's Xavier. Nope. We never, no. as the audience, are led to wonder, <gasps> could he be backed by some contrivance? Which would have been great <laughs> <laughs> for an episode. But no, we are just we, along for the ride. Yep. We're just watching it. IMDb crushing it again. Yeah. It's like we're our very own watchers. Oh. Rewatchers, if you Rewatchers. Will. Double watching. We all have tattoos. Tattoos? Of what? Of uh, podcasting. <laughs> okay. It's not a watcher tattoo. It's just the word podcast. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> on our wrist. All right. So let's talk about how this episode opens up. We're in a jewelry store. It's spooky out. It's raining. Things can't be going well. And some like bald Monopoly man <laughs> He's like a guy is <laughs> like, oh, this yeah. diamond is perfect. Oh, you will love this diamond. So he's showing it to two, like, punk-looking people. And the punk male is like, oh, this is shit, yeah. <laughs> essentially. He's like, he's like a Billy Idol-looking guy. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Hey, will this look ever come back? <laughs> nope. No. Will yeah, this what's be the, up with that? Will this be the persona of this character? Nope. Why? Why is that? This Why is does confusing. He have this I didn't even think about beginning? that. Who is this fucking 12-year-old Kurgan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's with, like, a punk lady. And he's he, like, the diamond needs to be as beautiful as her. And, and then and, they and show like, her. Yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. <laughs> and they show her, like, some extreme, like, unflattering close-ups of her face. Yeah. Is all yeah. They show so I guess her. he's asking for the cheapest diamond you yeah. have. Like, anything in the scrap bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the guy's like, you're looking at it, sir. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up bringing them... Some larger piece of a radical rock that is supposed to... Koh-i-Noor diamond? Did you look that up? I did. It's apparently part of the crown jewels, and it's considered one of the largest diamonds in the world. And this is supposed to be part of that? Yes, that it was carved out of it or something. Wow. Yeah. Why does why does he have this? Yeah, it seems like you shouldn't have this, yeah. right? Is this like an underground... No, because they have a police guard, so this isn't like some underground no. diamond thing. It could, it could have been a private cop. Yeah, that's true. Uh, There's some sparkling effects on the yes. diamond. Anyone catch those? Just Ooh, like in um, Methuselah's gift. So this is a part of the Methuselah's stone <laughs> that was uncovered from the river. He gets that, and he's like, I'll take it. And this French Monopoly man is so excited. He's just sold this gajillion dollar stone. He's and how will monsieur be paying? <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. Yeah. Oh, yes. And when he puts his glasses on, he does it in like a really exaggerated. Oh, and also when he says the word daughter, <laughs> this was made for an English prince's daughter. <laughs> daughter. But yeah, he's very excited. Right. At which point, young Billy Idol is like, no, I'll be taking it. Yeah. Did I'll you hear me? I never said anything about paying for it. <laughs> which, like, uh, it's like I, the artful dodger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, well, Pip Pip. Also, what is with this guy's voice? We are supposed to come to learn that he is the adopted son of like a French noble house. His parents speak with cartoonishly French 
accents. Yeah. And he's like, he's got, got like this English accent. Thing yeah. Going yeah. On. Like he comes from like the aristocracy. He should be very well spoken. Not to mention later he gets picked up by Xavier, who's also like a man of eloquence and, you know, like, yeah. He should not talk like this. Nope. He's just like, rootin' tootin' gov. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is Chim this? chiminy, chim chiminy, chim chim churi. Give, Give me, me the diamond. diamond. <laughs> Or I will gas thee. Ooh, that's good. So, like yeah, that. he gasses these guys. <laughs> yeah. He pulls uh, out uh, a, a lighter. lighter. He's got like a bat utility belt full of these lighters. Right. Yes, as we'll come to learn later, he is just dropping these lighters. Right. But it holds a shit ton of gas. Yeah, <laughs> like this thing is smoking. Like, like smoking. Like the smoking. mask. Like the mask. Smoking like the president. <laughs> This is no. This is no smocking gun. That's right. This is it's a, a smocking, smocking lighter. lighter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like cartoon gas is like spewing out of this lighter, right. and everyone dies, including his girlfriend. Yeah, the girlfriend's like, like this, "This isn't how we planned it. This wasn't how it was supposed to go." And then he like kisses her, and she dies. Yeah, yeah. And he has a gas mask hidden in his like punk jean cut off coat. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I thought the 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 shop owner. Like, first off, like, when he goes down, it's gross because he's, like, coughing and hacking, and his teeth are, like, a rotten yellow mess. <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> and I was just like, oh, like, I have to look at this. Like, I can smell... I what you're, have you're... to look at this. <laughs> it's like I could smell his breath coming off of the, the screen. Yeah. That's gross. Do you have one of those new smell TVs? Mm, I do. Yeah. Smell-o-vision? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is out there, man. So, like, we, I don't know. I just don't get what's going on here. Because we meet this character in this crazy punk persona with this crazy punk chick. And he's a jewel thief. And then he promptly murders her. We never see him pull a heist again. And he abandons that look. I don't understand why he kills the girlfriend. Like, yeah. was that really his girlfriend? He just meet her that day and was like, oh, like, I'll get you. I, I just don't understand. Come what with the- me. I'll buy you a $10 million time. Yeah, I don't understand this. Also, I don't know a lot about how a lot of things work, like the fashion industry, the modeling industry. I've spoken at length about mm. that on this podcast. I don't know how the diamond industry works, but it does not seem like you just go into a store like this and buy this sort of diamond. Nor does this shopkeeper even let you hold that diamond. Yeah, like he grabs I mean, it with his grubby little mitts. Right. I think he has a glove on. Doesn't he get a glove out? I think he's like, because he seems to be like fairly well versed in diamonds, it would seem. Oh. Right. He, does, point, like, point he, out, like, the, he looks at a diamond and it's like, nah, this one's crap. Yeah. But I still feel like, not to like, I know you shouldn't like judge people based on the way they're dressed, but like, this thing costs millions of dollars. This guy does not look like he's in the position to buy this. Right. I mean, I just feel like the shopkeeper should be well, like, well, from the, you shop know, maybe back from the shopkeep's time. perspective. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to do that. It's a little far fetched. <laughs> Ooh. My it, favorite Pokemon. Mm, far fetched? Yeah. yeah. He fights with a leak. <laughs> He's got like a twig for yeah. some reason. Huh. Interesting. I fight with a leak too. I got a little leak going. You got Far, a leak? Far-fetched? Yeah. That, it says defective tampons. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you hear about that? <laughs> no. Wait, there's are these a, the tampons a, getting stuck in people's vaginas? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Fact. Keep on the lookout for that, listeners. <laughs> that's yeah. right. So yeah, he robs the store, everybody dies, he leaves. And that's our cold open. So who who knows what's going to happen next? Ooh. What's going to happen next is some weird exposition. Yeah, Mac is being escorted to the police station, and he was woken up at 5 in the morning. Right. 
little by, walk and talk by a uniformed police officer that they clearly didn't want to pay the rate to have him deliver a line. Yeah, they are walking so long, and Mac is asking, like, talking to this guy, and yeah. this guy is just silent. Like, <laughs> what? Like, it just says nothing as Mac, through his questions, is revealing this biographical information. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to cooperate, but did you have to wake me up at five in the morning? Hey, what's all this about here at the French Ministry of Defense or wherever the fuck I am? <laughs> And then he's like saying, and then he points out that he's not talking to him. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. So Don't we, point that out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Congratulations, you saved like the 500 bucks you would have had to pay that guy. Yeah. All right, so he gets brought into a room with Inspector Dufay. Mm-hmm. And there is a woman standing by With the window, back to back the camera. to him for like a yeah. minute while yeah. they have a conversation, and then she turns to reveal <gasps> it's me, Agent Delaney. Which Again, I was like, who behaves like this? Who comes like yeah. just ignores a person when they come in their room? Right. Which my first reaction was who, <laughs> and, yeah. and then yeah, then I was know. like, oh yeah, she looks familiar. And then I'm like, what is going on here? So she's back on the trail of Xavier St. Cloud, and she's on loan from the. CID, yeah, which is the Criminal Investigation Division of the Army. Which, which why? why? Yeah, why was that part of her character initially? No, because she, she was like, I'm an Army brat. Like that was part of it, I think. Hey, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, why. like no. she's not an FBI agent or something. No, and like also, wait a minute. Why would the military be investigating? Hold on. Like the CID investigates crimes within the Army. Like it's like their own little task force. Like it's like their mini FBI. To see if there's crimes going on. Why would she be investigating an international jewel heist? Uh, like, what crime did Xavier commit in the past that w- he would be on their radar? Yeah, also not, not like part of their portfolio, because it's not like he'd be a U.S. citizen or... A member of the military. military. Like, yeah. they invest members of the military, right? Jesus Christ. It's so odd. What is this? Or is it maybe it's because <laughs> there's gas involved? Oh, yeah, but maybe. That still seems like somebody else's job. Yeah. Or maybe he uses military grade weapons, guys. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And he crams them into supporters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but she's she's like on loan helping them. And in reviewing the Xavier files, Duncan McLeod's name appears many times. And they are real hostile to him, I thought. Yeah. Like no yeah. one's treating him very nicely. I no. don't know why. Yeah. I don't either. Like he was never in the previous investigations involved in any sort of nefarious way. Was he? Or or was just kind of a person of interest? Well, she clearly, he clearly was involved with him, and Delaney knew that and wasn't getting the real details on, on why. It's weird. He doesn't have a good rap sheet, McLeod. No. No. Like, <laughs> he should be in jail. Yeah. Like 10 times over. Well, and, right. and, and his roommates wanted for illegal gun possession in France, all that stuff. Uh, uh, arson. <laughs> yeah, arson. Yeah. Attempted so. murder. <laughs> yeah. The list goes on. Yeah. So we then cut outside the police station, and Delaney is running after Mac, being like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, like, be all rough Hijack you. you and, like, <laughs> like, have you be interrogated. But she was like, I had to be mean to you because they couldn't know we had any sort of past together. And I was like, huh? But it's like, they didn't really have much. I mean. They smooched a little bit. I guess they did smooch a little bit. But she could be nice. Like, that doesn't reveal, like, that doesn't reveal what happens. It's like, yeah. oh, hi, how are you? What, did you guys kiss or something? Like, <laughs> Agent Delaney is friendly with this man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. She shook his hand like a human being. And she's like, you know I wouldn't screw you like that. And then there's, like, a pause. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean. I didn't. Oh, I, you, uh, there's a lot of sexual tension. Am I right, guys? No. <laughs> oh, no. 
Uh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, not to I step on a I was feeling it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we are supposed to believe that she is experiencing some, like, cataclysmic level sexual attraction to Duncan McLeod that I don't get the impression is requited, nor do I get the impression it exists, because I am just not buying into this relationship at all. Oh. Well, maybe if they added some extra footage of them meeting and stuff, maybe you'd get on board. <laughs> Ooh, say more. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's it. So we get all these goddamn flashbacks. First, Mac is like, it wasn't Xavier. And then we get to see them fight yeah. a bunch. Like, it's weird. I don't understand. They show clips of... From all the episodes. All the episodes. Like, he, yeah. they're fighting on the barge. When, they're fighting in his mansion. And then they f- close with them fighting outside the mansion where he takes his head. It's like, you just need the last one. Because Mac is like, Xavier's not around. Show the flashback of you taking his head. Move yeah. on. Well, first we get the first thing is when they say it's Xavier St. Cloud. We get a quick flashback to Xavier guessing a right. jewelry store, and there's like weird type face appears. Oh, I forgot about them. that. Yeah. Also, we get to hear some other aliases for him. One of them is Nelson Mafune. Is <laughs> one of Xavier's huh. aliases. Nelson. Nelson Mathune. So that's Gerard way less Fleury. So then we get some more flashbacks because she's like, you're giving me the cold shoulder or whatever. And then we get to see how they met. So we get to see her having car trouble in a parking lot back from last. Was it last season that we met her? No. Is I think two it's season seasons? two. Two seasons two. She appears in Unholy Alliance. And that's a season two episode. I thought so. That's crazy. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so they're really... Reaching back for this. And the fact that it's now three seasons back, I actually did kind of appreciate this reminder because I was like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) What is the point of you? We find out that she's engaged now to a lawyer in D.C. named Paul. And Mac takes a jab at Paul being like, oh, I thought you were supposed to, you know, protect people from criminals or whatever, not like marry them. It's like, Mac. Wow. Well, like like he's all butthurt about it. It's like, grow the fuck up, Mac. Yeah. Also, you didn't have a relationship with this woman she's moved on with her life yeah and now you're just teasing her fiance for being a lawyer yeah <laughs> like who has to check that's an okay job he doesn't know what he's a lawyer for right right like, <laughs> there's a million different ways to be a lawyer also at some point later she'd be like he's great he's an average guy he's thinking about running for congress <laughs> <laughs> it's like, people who are average don't think about running for congress well, i could have a beer with him man <laughs> You know, yeah. you know who runs for con- Congress? Fucking narcissists. Which is not to say that some of them are good, but they're not average. But they may not be above average in quality, but they look at a country and think, I deserve to lead this. <laughs> yeah. That's not an average person. <laughs> I should be in charge. Yeah. Well, why not me? Yeah. But Mac, like, congratulates her, and she doesn't want to be enemies with him. Right. They'll and be we, frenemies for now. They'll be frenemies. Right. Yeah. Friends with benefits. Benemies. Benemies. Benemies, yeah. <laughs> so we cut... Later to Max Barge, and he comes out and he gets the buzz. This is a bizarre. I don't understand a lot of this. So nope. He sees a figure dressed dressed like like Xavier Saint Cloud. Right, he's got a long thin white scarf, the hat. So Mac goes chasing, driving her crazy. Yeah, we the viewer can tell this is not Roland Gift, and we've already been informed of the heist that they're talking about. We have seen it. Right. We have seen this pasty cockney white guy right. is the perpetrator. Yeah. Yes. And his gassed punk girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So they run a bunch and then they go, like they duck under one of the bridges and open a door that leads to a location Empty that is room. that is must be miles away. Yeah. And it is a weird uh, warehouse with a door that leads says, nowhere. It says with a big white oh, yeah. banner around the side that says 
defense? Defense. It's like, like, what is, is this? Place? Is this a boss battle that you're running yeah. into? What is this? Is this like for like a boat or something? How like is this a not cordoned docking off? thing? Oh, I don't know, but like it's just a pit. It doesn't like, make sense because they're at like they're literally at like sea level. They're at river level. They open the door and then there is a like three story drop. Yeah. So like, is this whole place buried underground? It doesn't make any sense because the place is clearly miles away. Yeah, I do not understand what this is. Also, I hope whoever owns this thing has great fucking insurance with a door to death. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> so yeah, a like fucking suicide door is what they have. Mac like opens the door because Roland, fake Roland Gift, runs in here, and then like and who must know? Yeah. Right. This is all a pl- this was a, a setup scheme. or something. But like, there's no floor or like stairwell. Uh, Mac just opens the door and almost falls to his death. And he ends up hanging onto like a pole. This is kind of yeah. like very swashbuckly in, I like in a this. way. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was kind of yeah, fun. Neat. I kind of like this location. Yeah, There's the like location is cool. Engines yeah. around, which are striking. Yeah, but it's an interesting space for sure. Mac falls. He re- well initially he almost catches himself, catches himself on a pipe, which then yeah. slowly falls, yeah. and he's like just wiped out on the ground, like stop moving, just stay. And so then Billy Idol like swings on a chain across mm-hmm. the like a balcony sort of area. Yeah, and he also like le- leaves a trail of breadcrumbs, a trail of breadcrumb, like he tauntingly like drops his xavier hat for mac yeah. to find him this is all weird so as soon like, as mac notices it he like pops out and right attacks him so sword fight and mac escapes after he throws one of his a few of his four he <laughs> yeah. four. four separate zippo lighters, zippo lighters filled with gas it's a good thing he's got all this diamond money because yeah. this has to be very expensive no that's how he bought him how yeah. did he never say needle light in this episode <laughs> That's a great question. Come on. Yeah, because there's immediately two terrible puns. <laughs> Mac escapes oh. by grabbing a chain and flying through a window. Which, And again, this window is at Where? street Where? level somehow. Yeah. This yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> the physics of this place, they're like an, an MC Escher painting. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I don't then, understand. Yeah, he's under a tunnel yeah. when right. he escapes. It's like back near the barge. It's yeah. like, where were you? <laughs> He finds two strangers, and what does he say to them? He says, I had a smashing time. Which, what? (laughs) And then he fucking doubles down. Ooh, double jeopardy. (laughs) My favorite sandwich. With another groan-inducing line and goes, don't try this at home. Which is definitely 80 yard. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Awful. Are you saying saying the double down is your favorite sandwich? Yeah, I love it. We need to explore that later. (laughs) I may or may not have ever had one of those sandwiches. For the the unwashed, those are the uh, sandwiches that they sold for a brief time at KFC, which... The bread was fried chicken. <laughs> Which, and, it, and it had bacon and like yeah, mayonnaise cheese and, and cheese in, inside of it. That's quintessentially American. That's yeah. like the ultimate American food. A sandwich where there's no bread. <laughs> the bread is just two fried hunks. Speaking of two fried hunks. Who's the second fried hunk? I don't know. I couldn't think of one. I mean, one is Duncan, but who's the second one? There isn't one in this episode. <laughs> Not a... Uh, not Morgan DeStang? No. I think looks like uh, Johnny from Karate Kid. A little oh, bit. He does. So can we just talk about how I like this sequence? Yeah. Like Mac chasing DeStang through the streets to this building, and then the fight in the building is cool. And the building is cool. It's a good location, even though it doesn't make sense geographically. But, like, we know he's not St. Cloud. Yeah. Like, why even bother with like the charade aspect. I don't understand any of this. Like just so Duncan thinks it is. But he doesn't. Like he knows instantly who it is it would seem. 
yeah. there's no tension built here. It should be like a psychological thing with Mac. Right. To like really throw him off his game. But it's not. There, there's no payoff. But they set it up like, oh, is he back? Like, no. Yeah. No, he isn't. <laughs> no, he isn't. Right. He's not. <laughs> we cut to Renee's apartment and Mac's chilling. Drinking Did she some OJ. Give him o- yeah, orange juice. That's what I was like. Yeah. yeah. Drinking some OJ. My notes say first, I was like, oh, Mac looks dapper as shit. He's got this like cool long gray coat, a turtleneck. Then he takes his coat off, and I'm like, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> He's wearing a black turtleneck with a black leather vest, vest over it. It's like, what? Very, so he almost very had a cool fashionable. look. Yeah, yeah, very fashionable. Do they sell vests in the Highlander catalog? I wonder if there was a commemorative vest. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Best of Highlander. Yeah. Best. Best of vests. Best yeah. of Highlander. Do, do, do you want to buy a jacket but are too cheap to afford sleeves? Best I, of Highlander vest. Then you just cut the sleeves off of the duster. <laughs> so Renee thinks there's more to all of this. I want to see the files in St. Cloud. She hands him one folder. Right. And it doesn't look like a hefty volume at that. No. It's got like a napkin that someone scribbled. He's got gas on <laughs> And Renee is like, got to keep it in her pants because yeah. she is ready for the Mac attack. And yeah, has a penis. <laughs> yes, right. It's distracting how much they want you to believe that there is chemistry between these people <laughs> when there is, wait for it, none. none. <laughs> Upwards of zero chemistry. <laughs> I just want to remind you, Mac, that uh, we, we need to keep this strictly professional. Right. And Mac's I, like, yeah, no problem. That's yeah, right, fine. <laughs> That's fine. I, and she's like sweating. She's like, oh my oh, God, God, this isn't is, hot in is, here. Is it hot in here? I feel, I, feel, I, don't know, I feel like I had more of a reaction to my rice checks this morning than to like these two people. She said St. Cloud is wanted for unsolved crimes all over Europe. How is Are they this? really unsolved if they know he did, did it? Them? Yeah. <laughs> Like, isn't that different from, like, we just don't have the evidence to convict him? Right. But we know, like, they're solved, right? Yeah, now they're solved. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Maybe he just means, she means, like, open case files. Yeah, I get. I don't know if that's, like, a legal, I just thought that was Let's funny. ask our lawyer, Kyle. Yeah, is that a legal term? Unsolved, unsolved crimes? Yeah, I don't, I, th- I don't think that's a term of art. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay. I do agree that a file would be open until you've, like, made an arrest and mm. resulted in a conviction. And what's the legal standing on drinking yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, that's, I mean, that's a slam dunk. Again, legally speaking. <laughs> that's From a, a legal slam perspective. Dunk. It's a crime. It's, <laughs> it's a crime to drink yogurt. I'm sorry, Gogurt. I'm sorry. More like no, Nogurt. Nogurt. But then he's like, I want to see one more file. And I don't know what he's talking about there either. Right. And he just drops it and he's she's like, Does it, do you have a name? Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, Morgan. It's like, why would she have this? Like, right. What? Well, I think she's going to go look. She wouldn't, like, have it on her person. I guess so. But, like, who knows if this guy even has a file? Like, aren't they supposed to to change their names? trying to figure out. All right, all right. So we get a flashback in FB to France, 1803. And we got a weird transition with, like, a Photoshop paint effect. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't like this. More exposition of just, like, people, like, saying, like, oh, it's so good that we can talk about where we are in the middle of this party. (laughs) Right. And then Morgan walks in and everybody's like, ooh. Yeah. The, the woman's playing the harpsichord, and there's like... Yes. <laughs> there's the a record scratch record somehow scratch. out of a harpsichord. Harpsichord scratch. <laughs> but his dad, or we'll find out, adopted father, mm-hmm. is like, we need to talk, because they've decided to have a whole bash and not ever mention it to Morgan before yeah. the middle of the party. Yeah, so there's... Be a, like, hey, I gotta tell you about something. Yeah, there is a giant party going on that Morgan arrives in the middle of, and they're like, uh, 
we just wanted to let you know that we're like disinheriting you. <laughs> yeah, it's really cold. <laughs> Essentially. He'll, like, you'll have an allowance. And- yeah, he'll have a monthly allowance, but he's losing the, the title because they didn't think they could have a son, and then they did have a son. Right. So here's a quick question. Who's an adult? Who's an adult? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they have this question, I don't know, 18 years ago? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, they ha- this kid is not new. Like, it's not like... It's not like they just had a baby. Right. And they're like... Which would make sense. Yeah. That would like, make sense. It's like, yeah. they're there to celebrate the baby. Morgan's excited. He's like, oh, I've got this kid brother. How nice. And they're yeah. like... You need to understand what this means. Right. That makes mo- a lot more sense. Then here is your grown-ass brother. We've known this has been coming for 14 years, but we threw a party to not tell you about it. Yeah. Like, Did what's the party for? And the brother looks like he, like, fell down the steps. Yeah, <laughs> like, I had that, too. I was like, Does anyone, his name is Bernard. I was like, yeah. does anyone think Bernard looks like a dope? Like, he, <laughs> looks like, he, like, he looks like staring into asshole. space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this, this kid is odd looking. And he also just looks like such a little shit. Yeah. yeah well, absolutely. so does Destang. Yeah. Actually, even, like, in this old-timey gear he still looks like mm-hmm. the, like a the villain in an 80s movie oh yeah oh yeah so morgan takes this very well and is very understanding yeah he just puts his glass calmly <laughs> yeah. on the ground he's like okay well i wish you all the best <laughs> right. actually he throws the glass and freaks the fuck yeah. out he goes apeshit <laughs> he's like i loved you like a family but he's kind of right i mean this oh, is yeah. really fucked up no he's getting a raw deal yeah but i mean the dad says like you will always have a place here yeah That's, what's up with this dad's voice it's like a cartoon frog or something. <laughs> you would always have a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's intense, whatever's going on here. Which but also, like, is it, it's ADR, his voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But again, like, I mean, obviously it's done for dramatic effect here. But yeah. this is a similar situation to like when Mac will kill himself in front of a girlfriend. It's like, you know, how about instead of doing like revealing this information at a party, how about you have a sit down conversation like an adult? Right. Like, the worst time ever to reveal something like this. And why Why are they having a party? You're kind of led to believe that it's related to this decision. Yeah, I think it's a congratulations. You're, like, the man of the house now party. Yeah. And, what? like, and Disdain was, like, out hunting or something. Like He's, like, riding the grounds. Yeah. Was there an excuse for that, too? Like, does he get back early? Like, are they trying to do this on the DL? Oh. They have a, have a secret party? This is <laughs> absurd. <laughs> right? Yeah. He, he, he's not too happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we cut to later that night, and Morgan sneaks into his brother Bernard's bedroom. Bedroom. Boudoir. Mm-hmm. For a boudoir brother smother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brother smother. <laughs> So he's not very efficient at this. He's like no. really struggling. Well, I guess yeah. it's like he's not the bloodthirsty asshole we've come to know and love. Yet. Right. He's in his infancy. But he's like, yeah, trying to smother his brother <laughs> with a pillow. Yeah. And his dad wakes up and, like, hears the struggle. Right. He hears all the... <laughs> Yeah. The room. And he tries to, like, the separate The senior them. senses the brother smother. Yeah. <laughs> Senior and sense, go- brother smother. <laughs> and goes for the senior stabber and ends up stabbing. And he, yeah, he, he fucking kills his son <laughs> yeah. with a knife. I guess that fell? Or did yeah, he have I, the I don't knife know, maybe on he had him? it. He, he gets, must have fallen. At one point, he gets shoved into like a side table. Okay. And it yeah. like it falls out of the side table. It's just cold. Like, I, I think if I was a father, my like second attempt to separate my children who are fighting is to stab one of the children. <laughs> That's intense, though it is worth noting. They are not fighting. That's true. <laughs> like One is, yeah, one is one trying is, to assassinate yeah. the other. Is Bernard, like, struggling, though? Or is he just yeah. laying there like a limp fish? 
<laughs> no, he's fighting back. That's why okay. he like hadn't gotten the job done. Yeah, but he just immediately goes for the stab. Yeah, it's yeah. just crazy. I mean, helicopter parents, am I right, guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tiger dad. He's a real tiger dad. <laughs> yeah. So He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. He's done. Uh, Donezo. So this party uh, wasn't as much of a hit as they thought, I guess. No. But I imagine they still have some food left over for the funeral. So. That's, oh, that's <laughs> oh, yeah, true, some, yeah. Some leftovers. Double dipping. Yeah. Double jeopardy. Double, oh. That's actually what the title's really about. Yeah. <laughs> we can reuse some of this food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we cut later, and I guess this is after the funeral or something, and so Morgan is in a, a coffin. coffin. This looks cool. Church, yeah. It did I look like cool. I like this... Uh, Location. It's yeah. Little, it's very moody. Mm-hmm. So we get the buzz, and Xavier rides up on a brown horse, which they talk about in the special features. Yeah. That they wanted a, a black horse? Yeah, they were like, he's evil. He has a black horse. And he's like, in France, they kind of are just like, meh, shrug. And they were like, well, we had to start, and there was this one, and it's this color. So you want him? And it's like, no. <laughs> but they, that was it. They had that brown horse. So uh, here you go. Yep. So it's a brown horse. And he looks very, very jaunty. Is that a word? Jaunty? Uh, yeah, it is a word. He looks great, as He's always. He's a pilgrim. He has, like, yeah, his pilgrim like. hat. Yeah, how, kind would of size, like how would you size up this hunk? I don't know if he's a fried hunk. He's like a... He's an oven roasted hunk. Yeah, he's oven, oven roasted. to perfection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So moist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. He is moist. He's got those, those moist lips. Mm-hmm. Rolling gift. Mm. Mm. Drives me crazy. Hoo-hoo. So this is the clip from the top of the episode. So he goes into this church because he senses... A new immortal. Yep. And he pries open the coffin and reveals... Well, I guess he doesn't reveal his immortality, but he's going to take Morgan under his wing. And Morgan is set out for revenge. He's immediately like, ooh, we got to kill these people. Yeah. And he literally just wakes up and is like, all right, we got to do it. But, like, was he asleep the whole time? I don't know how this works. Yeah. This is like Nefertiri. Yeah. Who's asleep in a coffin for 2,000 years. Like, if you get put in a coffin, does that make it so you sleep until the coffin's opened? That'd be convenient. Yeah. you'd be less, you know, trapped in a torturous prison. (laughs) Yeah, just suffering (laughs) for years. So hopefully that. But I guess that doesn't apply to the Nazi guy who's drowning over and over and over again. Yeah, that's true. No, he deserved that. (laughs) Oh, boy. So that's the end of this flashback. We cut back to the present, and Mac just puts down his fucking folder that's that was weird he just like there's a pause of mac looking at his folder and he puts it down and then it cuts to, a different cuts scene. to another scene they should have just cut to the other scene we'd get right it. yeah right so we then cut to a river cruise at night and mac and delaney are flirting hard at dinner but then she's like uh this must be hard on a government salary what does that mean? Like, it's hard to get a new look on a government salary? Maybe. But I thought her, like, apartment was, like, really swanky. Yeah. And she was like, it's government provided. So is that, like, a dig against the government for paying too much for her apartment? But now here, there's a, they don't pay me anything, I and know. I can't afford clothes? Unclear. Huh. <laughs> All right. So, so Mac thinks down. she looks real fly. And then <laughs> they, go, wow. they go in to eat in this boat cruise restaurant. But what? What? what, what, what? The inspector shows up. Delaney pulled a fast one. Right. She's like, well, he's part of this, too. Also, did anyone notice what they said when they sat down? She goes, I haven't eaten on a boat since I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) And I was wondering, guys, when was the last time you ate on a boat? Oh, that's a good question. How much? Oh, yeah, like a meal or a snack? Well, I guess drink any. So how much yogurt? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> drink any. Well, if drink any, I think I've drank every time I've ever been on a boat. All right. I was on a boat a couple months ago and I both ate and drank on it. Yeah. So you guys are part of the club. Yeah. The Delaney. I mean, not, they weren't meals, but. 
All right. I had a Subway sandwich on the boat. That's a meal. Yeah. I was eating fresh. That's right. <laughs> are we doing Subway product placement now? We are. Look at how much weight I lost. Here's my uh, old pants. Oh, cool. <laughs> so he shows up, but then they get yet another dinner crasher. That's right. Morgan comes strutting in. Where are they hiding? Like <laughs> I was looking. I was like, did they dock? They have not docked. Right. So... so this Morgan has been on this boat enough. the whole time. And is he like peeking in the room like to <laughs> see if they're in the buzz? So like Right. He yeah. must have been like down in the boiler room or yeah. something. <laughs> so he like scrolls in and he's like, Oh McLeod, I missed you. Blah blah blah. And Mac isn't like, Hello, my police officer friends. This is the man who I was talking about. I don't get this. Arrest him right now. Yeah, he's like, oh, he was just leaving. We have to go talk with no explanation or anything. So they leave. They go up on the deck. And Max says to him, he's like, like, what's up with you? He's like, first the jewelry store, then the warehouse. What's next? I'm like, what warehouse? Like, it seems the fight that they had. But like, does that posit like, was he there for like a, a crime? Yeah, it like Mac like, has lumped these two together. Like they mean that it's like first the jewelry store and now then the warehouse. Like, what's your plan next? I don't well, understand. The warehouse thing was clearly for Mac, right? Yeah, but it seems disconnected to the jewelry thing completely. I stole the, I stole the jewels for you, Mac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's secretly in love. But meanwhile, he sends a bottle of wine over. So, so Morgan says Xavier taught him well, and then we right. get a flashback back to France, eighteen oh six. And Morgan's father and family are trying to flee their estate because the revolution is coming their way, I guess. Or no, this isn't the revolution. What is this? It's the British. The British. The British, the British are, are coming. coming. The British are coming. Right. So they're trying to get away, and yet they are stopped by... <laughs> That's right. Xavier and Morgan. And you hear Bernard's bitch ass in the other room. He's like, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> This scene is way too long, right? It's so long, yeah. and I don't understand why. Nothing exciting happened. No. They just want them to leave, and they're like, we're not leaving without your money. Yeah, this looks like a PBS drama or something, yeah. where it's like Victorian-era people in a room looking Missing at each, each other. other. <laughs> this is Pillbottom. I couldn't possibly go to the dance without permission from the Earl of Tingsbury. <laughs> I have a history you wouldn't understand, my lady. It's just Xavier taunting these people. And Morgan has a knife to Bernard's throat. Yeah, Xavier's trying to kill everybody. On the DL. He wants, right. They want money. They want their money. Yeah, because he says there's no way you would flee this place without like a backup plan. Right. Like, the British have already taken so much from you, you wouldn't lose everything. You consolidated your wealth to try to take with you. They're going to kill the sister, right? Mm-hmm. Cold. Yeah. And so the dad gives up the, gives the combo, up the loot. as it were. Yeah. Which it's behind the liquor. Yeah. yeah. Behind the bottles. So they grab one of those bottles and they decide they're going to have a drink to the deal they just made that they'll leave without them. And Xavier gives everyone a glass and everybody drinks from it. <laughs> also, I'd like to point out something. So they don't just want to kill the daughter, the sister, they want to like torture her. That's what happens. So. Xavier has like a hot poker. Yeah. This is fucking weird. He's like, I've spent like years studying pain. And he's like, he says some places have more nerves, like the hand or the tongue. And then he gives a creepy look and he's like, you can imagine the possibilities. And I was like, what are you you going to do? Are you going to burn her vagina off? Yikes. Whoa. (laughs) That's what I thought. Wait, what? So you think that the end of the trilogy is the vagina? Yeah. Imagine (laughs) the possibilities. (laughs) I don't know that that leap is... uh, (laughs) I thought he gave a very creepy look that he was To her vagina? (laughs) Well, it's creepy because he's going to torture her. Like, the baseline's creepy. Right. 
Uh, okay, guys. All right. Well, I took it to a weird place. <laughs> that even Xavier Saint Cloud wasn't taking it there. Yeah. I did. Well, who knows what was in his mind? Yeah. That's right. Imagine the possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is all very gross. But then Morgan's like, "But wait, I thought we were gonna kill them. Hey, I'm gonna kill them." And then he's just like, "Wait, you poisoned the wine." Right. <laughs> Which this whole thing is odd. Like, why does he do this? I guess to present it like they committed suicide. He says, he has like a speech he gives here in the hallway. He's like, he says, never bloody your hands if you don't have to. And he's like, that's lesson one. And it's like, I guess he just doesn't like to. This is like washing his hands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess he likes the, I don't say elegance of it. Staying out of it, I guess, personally. I mean, that seems to be the gas thing. You're personally in it if you personally poison someone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Morgan's like, but you told them you wouldn't. Right. And he was like, it's not that you give you wor- your word, it's who you give your word to. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> and then and he's then, like, yeah, what if, what if well, you gave me your word? And he's like, you're going to betray me. He's like, that's lesson two. What does that mean? Don't trust anybody. Like, I guess. When, when I eventually betray you, that, it's, that is also a lesson. I, right. I was a little confused about the line, it's not important the word you give, but who you give it to. I was like, huh? Yeah. Like, in a world where you never keep your word, I don't feel like it matters who you give it to anyway. Right. Well, I think he's trying to say that, like, what's important is not what you say. It's the relationship you have with that person. You're my boy. You can trust my word when I give it to to you. Uh, They're nobody. What does my word matter? Mm. I think is what the point is. All right, that makes sense. But obviously, it's problematic from a trust perspective. Right. <laughs> So we cut to a little later. They're leaving the estate, and Mac and the British show up. This is weird, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is within 50 years of him murdering a bunch of redcoats. Yeah. He now is a redcoat. And he's, and he was just at that Battle of Colander. Right. So. That's right. And he's like a leader. Commanding yeah. people to find the family and make them surrender themselves. Yep. This is dark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mac is basically raiding. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to throw down right away with Xavier. And I'm assuming maybe this is maybe the second time they've ever met? Yeah, this is after the killing of Hamza. Right, because they allude to, like, you killed my friend or whatever. Right. Right. And Xavier's like, hey, this guy's their kid, and he's grieving, so uh, let us go. (laughs) Yeah, right. And Mac's like, good enough for me. I guess we'll let you both go. But didn't he want them to surrender so he could take their goods so why doesn't he make him yeah, surrender and take house? his money if he's the heir isn't he like so he should surrender and give up the money correct right? but he appears to maintain this estate through history right which and doesn't also make it any doesn't sense. make any sense because like they find out that the family's all dead and they're like oh they must have committed suicide when they heard us coming yeah like you would definitely keep xavier and morgan around to be like hold on why are they all dead like yeah also like as hostages and shit i don't know this is weird it's weird i've written down this is a real nothing scene like yeah this is just the show that mcleod knows disdain yes that is it but it's a bad scene because disdain doesn't like show himself to be evil in this scene all we know is i guess he's associated to to mcleod xavier and i guess that's good enough for Max to think he's right. up to no good. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. This is real nothing. And Max is like, you're free to go. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So we cut back to the present and resume the previous scene. And so Morgan's here trying to intimidate Mac. He's like, did you think it was him? <laughs> yeah, did like, you feel fear or did you feel the hate? It's like none of this. None of this is in the episode. this exchange? I don't understand what any of this means. Me neither. And Max is like, odd. no, I didn't feel anything. Right. I don't hate you 
I hate Xavier. I don't understand any of this. Like, this psychological thing could be something. It's not, though. But it's not. So, meanwhile, this is where Morgan sends over a bottle of wine, the Chateau d'Estang, over to Delaney and the Inspector Dufresne's table. Morgan's like, Xavier got what he deserved. And Morgan's like, yeah, well, maybe you're going to get what you deserve. And they see them opening this wine. And, and then Max like, no! No! Throw it away! He just stopped Delaney from drinking it. He literally flips the table over. He scares the living shit out of everybody that's in this restaurant and flips the table over, bats the wine out of both there. He goes beast mode. I don't know what mode Defray goes, but whatever this poison is kills him instantly. And he's also like... (laughs) (laughs) And then he's convulsing in this episode. Yeah. And Mac just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Hey, my ear, doctor! Call like, He's dead instantly. instantly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was really funny. It was funny. Uh, so we cut to the next morning into Faye's office, and Mac's there meeting with Renee. And Mac's explaining how Xavier did not like to kill face to face. He used gas and bombs. And I'm like, doesn't Delaney know this? She's the one who's been tracking this guy for seemingly years with like a file on him. Like, right? Yes, yeah, she knows. Right. She's really like mansplaining the investigation yeah. <laughs> to her. This is what you just told me like <laughs> a day ago. Well, actually, the thing about Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> so Mac's responsible for, De- for DeFay's death in some way. Well, he's only a target because of. But not him. only that, but like Morgan showed up. Mac decided, hey, not better to tell them not to tell the that police. This is a dangerous criminal. Right. And the man they were looking for. Yeah. Weird choices all around. Renee has the idea maybe they can track down the wine. But Mac's like, oh, no, like it would be impossible. I can't tell if he's like lying. Like it would be impossible to find the wine. There's too many wine cellars. It's old. I think he is trying to lie to make her not look for right. look into this wine. Yeah. yeah, it's odd. It's a weird clue. Why use this wine? Why do anything? Why do any of this? Yeah. Yeah, why would Morgan use the wine that's associated with his home? Well, I think doesn't he say he says that later when they well, let's cut to later. Yeah. We yeah. cut to Morgan's estate. So it's yeah, like you said, Kyle, that he has held on to control of this property through the centuries. He does have a nice ass car there. It's like a Jaguar or something. Yeah. So yeah, when they're inside, Morgan says he used that bottle so he would let Mac know where he was. Right. It's like what like I forgot that. Yeah. I I don't understand this. Like Morgan, I guess, just is out for vengeance for Xavier. Is that the idea? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I don't get these schemes when it's like, I wanted a clue. It's like, if you want to fight him, fight him. Because it seems like you're not really causing him that much psychological trauma. Yeah. <laughs> like, As evidenced by his behavior on the boat. You just seem yeah. to be like creating inconveniences for Mac. Yeah. It's like, just call him up and fight. fight. Yeah. But he's like mimicking Xavier because Xavier would do all these like cat's cradle stuff. What? Or did he though? Cat's, I mean, Mac I found cat's paw? Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Like cat and mouse. That's what right. I meant. Cat and I mouse. I guess so. It's in the mouse and the yeah. silver spoon. Because <laughs> I guess they do track Xavier down through the caviar. And is this supposed to be similar? Like we're tracking you through your wine? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But Delaney interrupts their confrontation because she, I guess, came to the same conclusion. Yeah. Did anyone notice there's a weird edit that happens while they're, like, arguing and talking about how things have played out? They cross 
the 180 line. And at one point, I was like, where are the characters standing? Like, Oh, the, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this room? Like, it seems like Mac has just moved across the room. because they All the locations in this are like a fun house. <laughs> yeah. Where is anyone? And he's about to brandish his lighter, and that's when the, when the cops come. Right. And he's arrested. They arrest him. Morgan is, I mean. And, oh, I did like this. Did anyone catch when the cops show up, Morgan says another time, McLeod? Which I want to say is a line that Xavier said. Ah. And I was like, ah, that's cool. Don't, don't like half the immortals in this say that, though? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fine. For tonight we die, McLeod. <laughs> is that what the episode's called? Yeah. Or for tomorrow we die. For tomorrow we die, McLeod. And he's a mime. It all checks out. Yeah, all the other episodes are just other immortals, protégés coming back to kill McCloud. There's like a second mime. (laughs) Double mimes. Double mime. All right, so we cut outside. They're arresting him. This is weird. Do you catch what Max says here? Like, Morgan is taunting Renee. Yeah, like crazy. And Max's response is, she means nothing. He yells, she means nothing to me. <laughs> it's like she's right there. Yeah. Like, I think he's trying to make sure that he doesn't go after her. But I, la- I laughed out loud yeah, when he yeah. said that. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. She means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole time she's just wanted to have sex with Mac. Yeah, who, this garbage person? I don't know. In response to Max, she means nothing to me. He says, she'll be on you in a minute like a bitch in heat. <laughs> it's like, and then Renee goes bananas yeah. and starts like slapping him. She does her own Mac <laughs> punching poison out of somebody's hand. So it turns out Renee got here because she just followed Mac. Yeah. So she didn't do any fancy footwork. Or I guess she did. That following was fancy. Yeah. Sure. Fancy follow work. And Mac's like, oh, I thought you trusted me. As Mac is as he lied. his ongoing <laughs> yeah. pattern of deception that yeah. got that cop killed. Ugh. Cop killer Mac. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a new hot take. The deaths of how many policemen are on Mac's head. So we cut to the police station, and I have in my notes, this is the best thing in this episode, the shot of people coming down the stairs. I was like, this looks great. great. Yeah. I was like, this looks like it belongs in the 86 movie. It's moody, well-lit, yeah. no, it and is it's good. a bullshit walk and talk. Down a staircase. You know what isn't good about this sequence? All of Renee's dialogue (laughs) and how she delivers it. (laughs) Go on. She's just terrible. (laughs) Like, I feel like she's worse in that in this episode than she was in Unholy Alliance. I don't know if that's just because they didn't give her much to do. She's pointless in both episodes, so it's a little hard to compare. Yeah, but I think they make her so fucking thirsty in this one that it's like. She is thirsty AF, to use the parlance of our times. But she's also thirsty for blood, because she's like, <laughs> she's like, France doesn't have the death penalty, do they? And they're like, not since, like, 1981. And yeah. then she's like, that's too bad, because, like, I want to fucking kill this guy myself. It's like, <laughs> and then hold he, the fuck and then, on. Then he kills, spoiler alert, then D- Disdain. Dane kills himself. And she's like, live, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. I didn't think about that. She literally says, live, damn it, live. Or no, Speaking she's of like, that live, t- top-notch dialogue in this scene. Yeah, which when she delivers that line, I laughed out loud. Yeah, because it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're not Bones. Like, this isn't an episode <laughs> of Star Trek. So, yeah, he, he has faked his own death. Or no, I guess he killed he's, himself. He's, it's yeah. still a real death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we cut later. Mac and Renee are walking by the Eiffel Tower on their way to her apartment. And she's like, yeah, the body was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And Max She's like so casual about it. So the body yeah. was still. She's like done with it. She's Case like, closed. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah, that means the the fucking poisoner has accomplices. Yeah, that, that would not mean up. the case is closed. Nope. But you know, open and shut case. <laughs> yeah, slam dunk. Yeah, I don't want to think about it anymore. Morgan's dead. I'm off the case. And she's like, we shouldn't see each other anymore. And Max like shrug. I don't care. And she's like, no, really, because like she just wants to jump him right now. Yeah. I think this is kind of funny that Mac doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Max, okay. But then he gets the buzz and he's like, oh, I think we should uh, go up together so we can talk. Right. <laughs> I'll just have coffee. Yeah. yeah. Scouts on her. Right. Uh, so they go upstairs. I thought this was kind of funny when she's like, do you want to drink like some wine? Actually, not wine. I'm off wine. <laughs> <laughs> makes that was funny. funny. She does make him some coffee, which then Mac accidentally on purpose spills on her. I didn't get what what that was. I don't actually know what that was. Yeah. Like he grabs her arm and makes her spill the coffee. In my notes, I have he prematurely ejaculates (laughs) on her vis-a-vis this coffee. This is a stand-in for a jacqueline. Oh, okay. (laughs) Perhaps. Key theory. Yeah, that could be it. That's it. The coffee's full of gist. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is weird. And he's like, oh, do you miss Paul? Yeah. And it must be hard to... Be away from someone you care so much about. Yeah. She thinks she's He's thinking of talking Mac. about himself right. or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she goes into her room to change. Mm-hmm. Did we say he gets the buzz and that's why he comes upstairs? Yes. Then he gets the buzz again. This is confusing. But she takes her shirt off. Yes. Yeah, she, she takes it just, all off. She's yeah. stripping in the back and we see her stripping, talking about how like, if she doesn't jump Max Bone, she's going to regret it for the rest this of her is life. Yeah, that's nuts. basically it. She's like, I'll always wonder what this would have been, so we just have to fuck him. Like, yeah, because there's something chemical. <laughs> is This is, like, this is wrong. <laughs> well. Right? For somebody it, that is engaged to be married to someone. Well, yeah, in that yes. respect, yes. To she cheat, is cheating. To yes. cheat on them. Yes. And it's not take. Oh, cheating uh, is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Unless they've got, they've, they've got a, an open thing going. Uh, they've got a Duncan McLeod rider in their monogamy club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul has, like, trying to think of somebody. Renee's just trying like, to think dun- of a yeah. woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Renee's a woman. like, Duncan, I've always wanted to try a double Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> like, come over with Paul. <laughs> oh. Comes over with Alex Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Just answer trivia. The Daily Double. <laughs> so yeah, Matt gets the buzz and leaves the room. And she comes in in a like negligee or whatever. And it's and like, oh like, Whoops. Yeah. So we cut to the rooftop. This and is it's cool. Snowing. It's snowing. I think that looks great. I don't it know. does look good. Uh, yeah, this is a cool location. Matt slipping and sliding. Morgan yeah. drags. I liked when Morgan drags his sword against the yeah. ground, which is something you should like probably never do. Why would you no. do that? Yeah. But it sparks, and I think with the snow and the sparking, it's all kind of cool. With the snow and the sparking. Yeah. No, this is a nice a nice little sequence. McLeod unswords Dufain. Mm-hmm. He calls him boy a couple times. Catch that? I thought that was kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. This guy's a couple hundred years yeah, old. Right. That was weird. Morgan yeah. does not have a sword, and what does he do? He throws a poisoned dagger into McLeod. Well, the Mac disarms him. Right. And sends his sword hurtling on top of some metal structure. Right. The, the knife throw is really funny. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Max going down. Morgan says he's got 30 seconds to live. And he's like, that's 15 seconds more than I need. Yeah. So he's weakly climbing up. Well, I guess Morgan's gone up onto this, uh, I don't know, I guess it's like on top of the doorway or something to get yeah. his sword. And Max following up there. And then how does Mac win exactly? So Disdain does not cut off Mac's head while he is like right. barely hobbling his way up the ladder. He just lets him get up there. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what. Then what happens? I don't know. Is McLeod faking? I no. don't think so. 
Because I think he's in the aftermath of the quickening. Right, spoiler, he's, he's unconscious during yeah. the quickening. So I don't know what happens here. He gets like a second wind and just chops. Yeah, disdains head off. The only thing I could come up with is like Morgan's being arrogant and being yeah. like, "I've won," and Mac is like, "Look, gotcha." He just stabs him in the like gut and then cuts his head off. Yeah. yeah, it's just like Mac doesn't figure out a way to beat him. Yeah, there's, there's no outsmarting him. It's just like. I'm going to go cut your head off. Oh, no, you cut my head off. Yeah. It's just like, that's it. I do yeah. not understand this. It's so then really let's weird. talk about this this <laughs> nocturnal so, emission, if you will. <laughs> this is the most insane quickening I think we've seen. So Mac falls off the structure because onto like poison. a metal out- cropping or something. <laughs> and it's just like corpses. <laughs> He's like Frankenstein. This is like the show is like we've done so many things with quickenings. We've had quickenings in rivers before. We've done like a bunch of fire. It's like what if we just did? Hear me out. Nothing. Like (laughs) let's just do nothing. Yeah, and that's what they do. He lays there and gets cartooned. Electrified. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, mean, I guess it's different. Nocturnal so. emissions. Yeah. Half point for being different. Uh, it's weird. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Two Chains actually uh, was almost a Highlander villain. Oh. And he fought with Two Chains? He did. Yeah, that's actually where his name yeah. comes from. <laughs> with little blades tied to the end. Mm-hmm. And I guess Delaney doesn't notice any of this happening no yeah. well, i mean what is she like an investigator or yeah. Something? yeah she's already in for the night so we cut to the next day it's in the rain anyone notice uh the statue behind delaney in the scene no uh there's like a real racist like little black bellhop uh statue, statue. Oh, oh, yeah. oh boy i was like oh, i missed that completely yeah, yeah. Whoops. no you would have liked it. yikes oh yeah because <laughs> you're an avowed racist yeah that's right <laughs> so then she openly admits that she would bang mac if he stayed yeah. And it's like, well, it's a really good thing that you left. Thank you for being such a gentleman. Right. Thank you. And you stopped I, me from making a terrible mistake. Also. Is he smirking because he wouldn't have, he would have banged her? Or is he doing that because he left to fight an evil immortal? I think it's because he left to fight. Like, because I, I took his expression to be like, I'm not really a gentleman. Right. But I'll take the compliment. Yeah. Mac is definitely not a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. In the words of the song Broccoli, Mac's a dirty dog. He'd hit it sleazily. He would do it so greasily. <laughs> <laughs> she asks for a kiss, and he gives him like he gives her like a little peck on the cheek. All right. And then she turns away, and she's like, oh, hell. And, and then she, like, sticks her tongue down his throat and, like, shoves him into the sen. Yeah. Like, he gets this cartoon expression on his face where his, like, eyeballs go real wide. <laughs> yeah. And then as they're falling, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which I was like, really? Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> And they uh, both fall in the river. And that's and it. And then I assume her and Paul call off the engagement. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I assume. I believe the Watcher Chronicles because say she g- marries him. And he is, is a congressman. So he won his election. Wow. How Congratulations. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> I like that she's like, it would have been a real mistake if I had sex with you. Though making out with you on your barge doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> just get it done. You're in France. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, just don't Paul. I was in France. It's international law. <laughs> that's, that's a boat law and that's this episode guys before we talk about it let's go to final jeopardy and play a game all right we're gonna play uh, a fun little game known as watcher tube oh 
For those who don't know, this is the game where I will be reading real internet comments from the website YouTube. These are 100% real comments by Highlander fans, sometimes not Highlander fans. And based on them, you'll have to guess the episode. You get one guess per clue. Are you ready, kids? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. All right. Clue the first. No, Europeans did not invent minutes. <gasps> oh. First clue. No, Europeans did not invent minutes. Starcrossed? Incorrect. No. Uh, and about shit. to read the next one. Do it. Why do prisoners in France wear French cook jackets? Anyone. Do they cook their own food? Very nice. <laughs> Only in France. Very good episode. Next is very good if I recall the TV one. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um finale part one correct oh damn it hey that is it the third clue which would have given it away a bit more or at least given you the 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 callous ingredient you needed callous was one of the top of duncan list <laughs> <laughs> and he almost best duncan at sword play Ooh. if duncan was not around i think Callus or Martin Hyde would be a good fight. I would give it two with two O's Hyde. What? <laughs> I guess they're thinking that Martin Hyde would beat Callus. Right. Why? Don't know. All right. Finale part one. <laughs> so that's a point for Keith. Hey-o. Still anyone's game. Flew the first. Out of let that bitch ho drink it and die. Good riddance. One less hoe in the world. Oh my Double Jeffrey. God. <laughs> Correct. Damn. <laughs> Keith fucking... Yikes. Boxed me out. That is an intense comment. And that's the first one you read. <laughs> they usually get worse. What was it? One last hoe in the world? Yep. Damn. Why? <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> yeah. hear the other clues for this one? Sure. We get it. France is awesome. Now, will the producers and writers stop whoring this country to us? Especially strong in this episode. I counted at least three instances where the actors mentioned some unnecessarily, quote, cool fact about Paris slash France. Shaking my head. With that said, another great episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What? I feel like I know who that commenter is, and that's the type of comment they leave all the time. What were the cool, what were the cool Paris facts in this episode? I don't know. They don't have the death penalty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a cool Paris fact. <laughs> that's a cool French fact. Yeah. The clue the third. He looked like Bill Cosby victim during that quickening. Whoa. <laughs> also double jump. Oh, no, wait. Oh, is this? <laughs> I started playing the game again. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Bill Cosby victim. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. And then, as this was going to be the bonus one, well, who wouldn't stick their immortal cock in her? Wow. Smiling face. Oh. <laughs> yep, these are the gross people who leave YouTube comments. That's messed up. That's, that's messed up. Also, it's worth noting that that first one, will let the bitch ho drink it and die. <laughs> this started a whole flame war between people in which there were multiple uses of the F word and the hard R. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's not read those. Yikes. Yeah. All right. The F word, the, the F word, F word? The F word that we do not say. Okay, got it. All right. This is actually the final one. So this one's... Did the final this one's for Pride. Down. Pride. There is some nonsense in this show, but nothing like this. A Frenchman having a shower? Uh, the immortal Chimoli. A Frenchman having a shower. I'm trying to think. Who gets a shower? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of anti-French sentiment on these. Yeah. Jesus, guys. All right, next clue. Next clue. According to the books, if Xavier would have taken enough heads, his arm would have grown back. Ooh. For tomorrow we die. 
No. Unholy Alliance, part one. No. Clue the third. That woman cop is not a female, but she is a transgender. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Look at the hand at 2707. The ring finger is longer than the index finger. What? What? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Oh my oh, gosh. So fucking dumb. <laughs> Again, this is a 100% real YouTube comment. These are uh, not endorsed by Highlander Rewatch. All right, I know the episode, and I can't think of the title right now. Is it shit. Unholy Alliance Part 2? Yes. Oh, yes, it, oh is. it is. Wow. The bonus clue I would have given you to try to draw this one out was a reply to that one. Hollywood likes to play jokes on us. You could be right. <laughs> so, yeah, that is how you play Watcher 2. Keith, you're the winner. Not with the shutout, though. Eamon yeah. was clawing it back. Yay, Keith. Good job, Eamon. Good job, Keith. What the fuck? That was fucked up. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was a rough round. I <laughs> yeah. didn't feel good after that. Like, I don't Sorry. feel good about this win. <laughs> you shouldn't. Keith left all those comments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you nailed I would have let that bitch hoe drink it and die. <laughs> Before we give our final thoughts, how about we read the Watcher Chronicles? Ooh, yay. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. Our first chronicle is for Mr. Morgan Destain himself, known alias as Morgan St. Cloud. Ooh. Oh, that's Morgan Fleury. Mm. Was that also one of St. Cloud's yeah, aliases? So he's tagging along. Yeah. Or copycat. Make up your own names. That's right. His, he was born in 1783 in France, which makes him how old at the time of his death, actually? Let's, uh, that was 1803. What year did you say he died? 83. So he'd be 20? 17. Wait, what? He was born when? 1783, and his first death was 1803. So 20 years old. Yeah. There we go. He does not look 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the way this is written. First death, 1803. Stabbed by father while trying to murder brother. <laughs> <laughs> is he, he got the senior stab everyone's when the brother's mother. <laughs> first teacher, Xavier St. Cloud. Original cultural affiliation, French, even though he never speaks with a French accent. Recent base of operations, Paris, France. His occupation is a jewel thief. And his watcher's name is Zanny Pinotti. <laughs> <laughs> Zanny Panati. Yes. Is that he, with a Z? I'd or listen to his it is with a Z. Yeah. Okay. I'd listen to his recorder album. Yeah. All right. So his chronicle reads Many men spend their entire lives trying to come out from behind their father's shadow. Imagine what that must have been like when your father is a force of nature like Xavier St. Cloud. Xavier raised, I can't stop saying Xavier now. <laughs> Xavier raised Morgan Disdain in his own image. But what he created was a pale imitation without the spark without the drive, and without the core of pure, delicious evil of the original. Hold what? on, whoever's what? writing this. Pure, delicious evil. <laughs> One. Two. This guy's really evil. Yeah. So, like, he's just, but it's not, like, pure and delicious. It's not delicious enough. enough. It's, like, medium roast evil. <laughs> this evil's overcooked. Yeah. The cloning experiment was far from a success. Morgan survived for a time after Xavier cut him loose, but his tricks were all his teacher's tricks, and his plans were all his master's plans. When Xavier was finally killed, Morgan tried to fill that niche, committing the types of crimes Xavier would have, but without the same panache. They looked exactly the same. <laughs> what was the lack of panache? I don't know. If anything, it had more panache because yeah, he, he had a lighter instead of a grenade. Sure. Yeah, and he made out with that weird punk chick as yeah. he murdered her. Dude, dude. <laughs> I think even Morgan knew it wasn't the same and lashed out in frustration at the man who had killed the original. 
Fitting, perhaps, that just like his old man, Duncan McLeod, would prove his undoing as well. Weird. Right. That's, That's weird. Why does this cord. person, like, root? Oh. Deliciously, Deliciously evil. evil. Dangerously cheesy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that does it for the Watcher Chronicles. Who? So, Kyle, Mr. Lawman, yeah. why don't you tell us about uh, what double jeopardy means in relation to this episode? Is well, it a legal term? Yes. Well, it is a legal term. And in the United States Constitution, it is enshrined in the Fifth Amendment, in which it states that no one will be twice placed in jeopardy of life or limb for the same offense. Thus, the phrase double jeopardy. It means you cannot be tried twice for the same alleged crime. And uh, that's like a specific crime. Yes. So if I shot Eamon or was accused of shooting Eamon and was acquitted for this crime, crime they couldn't try me, like, put me on trial again mm. to try to get me for it. What if they found a tape with you shooting Eamon on it? Well, they should have found that sooner. There we go. <laughs> uh, so that is double jeopardy. What, what does that have to do with this episode, you may wonder? I do. Uh, nothing, <laughs> so far as I can tell. The answer is nothing. Okay. This name was a name. That they're like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Let's put that on. Like that movie with Ashley Judd. Sure. <laughs> High Don't crimes. That <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, I have no idea what's going on here or why they chose this title. And you can't even... Is it because, like, we're meant to think it's... But we're not meant to think. But, like, Duncan is meant to think it's Xavier doing the same crime. So it's a double Jeopardy? Like, I've seen doubles before. It's a double? Oh. I was thinking, could we, could we say this title is all in reference to the scene in the restaurant where they're both about to drink the wine and they're both in Jeopardy? Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> double yeah. Jeopardy. No, it's a joke. It's double Jeopardy. Like, Morgan's the double of Xavier. It's like a bad pun. Is that... What's going on here? Because McLeod is in jeopardy from Morgan, who's a double of Xavier. That's dumb. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that's what it is. Ugh. I think oh, it's, that makes I think sense. it's a bad pun. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I don't <laughs> think it's a pun. I think I'm staking out the position. This was just, I don't know, there's a cop in just this. Just a poor, a poor <laughs> episode. Yeah. yeah. Which also, let's stake out that position. This is kind of a poor episode in my view. <laughs> I have in my notes, when they arrest Morgan and take him away, in my notes, I say... I hate this episode. <laughs> like, that, that was the point where I think it crystallized in my head that this is a huge miss. This is a bitch in heat. Oh, my God. <laughs> heat. Is this bitch in heat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just a zero, right? Like, and it shouldn't be, really. Or sh- I don't know. It's, it's they're trying the- to recreate the magic of something, but without any real thought. Well, this guy is not as charming as Xavier's Inc. Cloud. But they have Xavier in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. And they don't play up like that contrast. If they played the contrast up more, that could be interesting. Yeah, well also it's just the audience making the contrast up. Oh, this isn't as good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that Watcher Chronicle is just what I'm thinking. Oh, I like this better the first time. Yeah. Right. Delaney sucks. <laughs> Delaney is pointless. Yeah. And like is so pathetic in like her fawning over Mac, who just seems utterly indifferent. Like I don't buy into anything that's happening here. No. Well, it's weird to bring her back considering like this doesn't seem to be an attempt to that get her. That beloved character Delaney. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. this doesn't seem like an attempt to get her back into the show. No. It's like we're just going to use her, which I guess maybe is okay. I don't know. I just don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't this just been like Joe? And Joe's like, "We got reports of a, a crime similar to Xavier St. Right. Cloud." 
Which is all that she does. And what's the big deal if we go to bed together? Yeah. Yeah. And let's fuck. (laughs) I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. (laughs) Don't tell Paul. (laughs) Who's Paul? No, this is out there. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, I I really, I'll stick to my guns on the, like, that there's no psychological trauma to this. Which they keep on presenting as though there is. Right. Like, the sword fights are all cool. They're not bad. Cool locations. The Zippo fighter thing is sweaty yeah as a premise it's working really hard yeah that doesn't quite work it's just not a coherent image of what this character is trying to accomplish and yeah. like what the point of it is right you know it just seems like the whole time they just want to fight but then they spend a lot of time not fighting and talking about not fighting i mean you could like superimpose a lot of callus's motivation on this guy like this guy killed his teacher like there should be more torture involved he should really be trying to fuck up max life which i don't get the impression he's trying to do no he yeah. shows up to max place once dressed as xavier and, and then fights him and like taunts him. yeah like he should not have been revealed no. If they wanted to do this, like, it should have been a whole question of, like, could Xavier be back? Like, how is this possible? What's going on? Who could do this? Right. And then, like, Mac even sees a guy who kind of looks like him, and it's like, oh, shit. Right. Not like we as the audience know what's up from Jump. Yeah, it's a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Like, the cold open even could have just been Mac chasing this St. Cloud lookalike. But no sword fight and just like, whoa, what But there's was like that? no mystery to it. I mean, like, again, they have an inspector in the show who does no, like, detective work. No, Mac does everything. Right. But even for him, it's like hardly detective work. I mean, Morgan shows up on the boat. So it's like, oh, here he is. And then, Morgan like, Morgan shows up on the harp, the dock, too. Yeah. And yeah. then there's a bottle of wine, a clue which, which only is Mac will his know. His name written on it. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Hello, my name is. And, yeah. a, and literally a picture of his house. Yeah. It's <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> he basically sent him a postcard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wish you were here. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this could have really been a cool episode, I think. Yeah. And I feel like you should have had maybe even Xavier in the present. Like, again, that psychological thing. Like, does Mac think. He sees him, like, mm-hmm. put him in there. Right. Yeah. Just as, like, a distractor. And then, of yeah. course, at the end, like, he gets a close look and, you know, you sub in the real actor. Right. Mm-hmm. Although it also seems to posit a world, like, I mean, that psychological drama posits a world in which Xavier was psychologically troubling to Mac. Like, Mac never seemed to be afraid of Xavier the way he was, like, scared of Callus, it would seem. Like, dreading a fight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I never felt like Mac was, like, scared or on the run from Xavier ever. No. Yeah, which, which I think he even says to the guy, he's like, no, I hated Xavier. I wasn't afraid of him. I'm right. I'm afraid of you. Like, huh. Yeah. 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 Huh. Bizarre. It's just a miss. Yeah. I do not care for this. And I, it, but like, it's got some qualities. I mean, it's great seeing Xavier on screen. He does mm-hmm. do a good job. Some of the costuming in that flashback is terrific. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. The flashbacks are, while the substance of them is not good, like, they're nice looking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So weird. I feel like yeah. we don't have too much to say about this, no. do we? Well, it's just like, it's a very mechanical episode. It just kind of like plods from point to point, and there's no continuity between them. This is another end-then episode. Uh-huh. And then yeah. this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and we see a quickening. Right. Yeah. An unconscious quickening. An un- that's the that's the, the topper on the cake. Frankenstein is- <laughs> monster quickening. It's like Mac feels about this episode the same way I do. He's yeah. asleep he already. He's asleep. asleep 35 yeah. minutes into it. Yeah. Should we rate this thing? I guess so. How many bottles of Chesteau de Disdain would you give uh, this? I think this is a, a three-star episode. Wow. The, earlier you described this as a zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, I mean? it's not like... Like two seconds. Yeah. It's not bad. Like, it does, it's 
it's just like dumb and like boring, but it's not it like it's dumb. It is dumb. But it's not like Wait. the episodes I hate like um the one with um uh <laughs> yeah, <shit>. yes. <laughs> Who's the I get, I forget his name. Um, the one we just did. The guy with the beard. Um Andrew? No. Last Darkly? No. Or, well, yeah, let's take... Rick Starkley is a great example. Yeah. Like, it's not where I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? Here I'm just like, this is kind of boring. This fight sequence is cool. Nothing affronts me. Yeah. I do want to point out that you described this as boring (laughs) and dumb. But you're like, but it's not bad. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. It's boring and it is dumb. And therefore, I think it is bad. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like it's like a middle of the road episode. It's not like insulting me. I like. I don't think it's a two. It's not a four. Obviously, huh? Yeah. Huh. What other ratings isn't it? Five. <laughs> five. Five. Okay. Five. Okay. Five. okay. <laughs> One. One. It's yeah. not an A if we were transitioning no. to that kind of scale. No. No. This is like a like a C. I don't know if that's consistent with my past ratings. We'll find out at some point when we yeah. look at the spreadsheet. And we'll be like, what? <laughs> Kyle, how many noxious Zippo lighters would you give this? This is two noxious Zippo lighters. Uh, it was boring. It was dumb. I didn't understand the character motivations. Things were set up and then immediately taken away. The flashbacks are nice, I guess. There's some okay sword fights. I don't understand how the episode resolves. The dead fish quickening is insane. I don't (laughs) buy into Delaney or their relationship or anything about it. This episode felt like it was flailing to me. It was grasping at a point, and it never grabbed it. But there were some fun things to look at, and we got to see Xavier. Yeah, Delaney. Oh. (laughs) That was upsetting. That whole thing. What about Paul, man? What about Paul? What about Paul? He seems like shit. Yeah, he does seem like... Paul seems like shit. (laughs) Yeah. As lawyer congressman. We never met him. He's a congressman. (laughs) Not yet. He's thinking about running for congress. That's true. From where, though, if he lives in D.C.? Oh, he's a carpetbagger. That's pretty messed up. Yeah, see? He works in D.C. Where does he live in D.C.? He must live in the surrounding area. Is he running for, like... Maryland? Virginia 4th? What is... I don't know. Let's look into that. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like good use of our time. Yeah. But anyway, two noxious Zippo lighters. Keith, how many early ejaculate coffee spills would you give this episode? Oh, man. Last week I gave Through a Glass Darkly one. Yeah. So... That's in my mind right now as I rate this because is this I'm, worse I'm actually, than that episode I'm actually, or better? I'm, I'm like I'm actually waiting with bated breath. I don't know what you're gonna say. Neither do you apparently. I think I'm giving it a one. Wow. <laughs> so one, two, three. We went on this. Yeah. There's a lot of. Division. It was almost the two, but this just right. didn't offend me as much as other bad episodes. Here's See, my take. That, on it. I agree with that. That I was also thinking of through aggressive darkly when I gave this a two, and that episode offended me. Yeah. <laughs> and I gave that a one and a half. So I actually don't dislike delaney in this episode i think their chemistry is kind of funny like i think it's funny that she's kind of fawning all over him although i do think it's like wildly inconsistent like there's just weird writing like the fact that she's so dismissive early on and then like oh i only had to do that because like i didn't want them to know we'd be like we had a thing it's like how would this ever clue anybody in like it doesn't make sense. Someone with some like it seems like respect. those those are little things put in by like they don't serve the story. It's like oh well, maybe that maybe they're uh, they have a little fight in the beginning and then they make up like these like it's just like stuck in there to have some tension and it's like not, not serving any sort of real purpose. I am so offended by the offended by the Xavier Saint Cloud 
like double story. Like I find it to be the strangest waste. And actually, I kind of think this character, the Morgan, like the actor, I liked his screen presence. Yeah, he's all right. I thought he was like, I don't know. I liked his accent. I thought he was kind of fun. I kind of liked his punk version in the beginning i was like oh this is gonna be a cool interesting character like he seems like a rebel but that's like not really quite what he is i don't know it's not at all what he is yeah even a little bit he's a follower (laughs) it's true through and through he got all that those threads at hot top yeah i like that you had something very positive to say like oh actually i think this thing that the other that we shit on the chemistry between them. Yeah. You thought that was better than we did. I thought it was better this gave time. you gave it the lowest rating of the three. That's true. This time yeah. I thought the chemistry was better than in Unholy Alliance. You're right. Some of the things were funny. Like when she says, like, I won't, I'm not, actually, I'm not going to have any wine. Like, I thought that was yeah. funny. I don't know. In some ways, it's, it was neat to, see, neat to see Mac in, like, a different scenario. In this, like, flirtatious scenario, which is mm. not, like, we usually see him with Amanda now. It's, like, the love interest. Right. right. But he didn't really flirt with her. Right, exactly. Yeah. They just get down to business. They know what yeah. this is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. One, two, and three. Yeah, this is a... Uh, I'm not surprised they decided to move this episode. Yeah. They're like, let's, let's punt this trash to yeah. season five. <laughs> what do you, the listener, think of the Highlander episode, Double Jeopardy? Please send your emails to highlanderrewatched at gmail.com and put it in the form of a question. That's right. <laughs> because it's Jeopardy. Yeah, that's right. I mean, in Double Jeopardy, in the yeah. Double Jeopardy round, you do have to say it in the form of a question or they yeah. will no longer give you points. There you go. They're a little lax about it in the first round. Second oh, really? round, you need to know better. You need to know better. Next week, we're going to be covering the episode Till Death, episode 20 from season four. It's going to be a fun one. Thanks again for joining us. Make sure to head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating or review. We really, really appreciate it. Five stars. stars. Five stars. More than we gave this episode. Uh, Actually, that's how many That's Oh, uh, we gave marginally more than that cumulatively. It's true. Because Eamon busted this curve with a three. busted it, yeah. (laughs) A three? You're gonna when when we look at the spreadsheet at the end of the season. All right, I'll probably regret it. You're gonna be like, "What?" I'm gonna stay with it though. (laughs) All right, I might I might regret the one. That's pretty harsh. I think. I don't think this is a one. I don't think it's a one either. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, you know, I was hovering between one and a half and two. This is tricky. Whatever. I bet there are people out there who love this episode, and you should you should come at us. Tell us why. Let us know why. Come at us. Come at us. (laughs) Like Duncan coming for. Delaney when she's about to drink poison. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Bye. 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 Well, guys, thanks. Uh, <clears throat> well, it's been fun. It's good talking about this one. Next week, we're going to be covering... My God. <laughs>